Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Ministries International. We value the Word of God as an instrument of growth in our lives, using it to mend our ways, align our thinking, and ultimately bring restoration. We trust that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. Bibles, please turn to Mark's Gospel, chapter 2, verse 22. We're going to read one verse. And I want to share with you tonight the necessity and the importance for new wineskins. The necessity for new wineskins. Jesus said, No one puts new wine into old wineskins or else the new wine bursts the wineskins, the wine is spilled, and the wineskins are ruined. But new wine must be put into new wineskins. Let me begin by saying that in the natural or physical, certain things in life come only with age. As we mature, as we grow, we are able to do things, we are able to understand better things, and also we are able to receive greater things. The same thing in the Spirit. As we grow and mature in the Lord, we find it much easier to communicate with Him. Well, uh, that, that's been my experience anyway. Why we have a better understanding of God's ways and, of course, the way He works and communicates with us. We also have a clearer picture of His plans and His purposes for our lives because we are moving and functioning on the strength of greater revelation knowledge and of course, we experience more and more freedom and liberty in the Spirit. I personally believe, and I believe the Word of God will testify to that as well, that most of the struggles we face in dealing with issues and challenges in any sphere of our life is the result of a lack of understanding concerning the ways of the kingdom of God. We are very familiar with the world's ways of doing things because we have lived in them for so long and we have become proficient in them. We know how things work in the natural. When it comes to the kingdom of God, though, I believe we need to be taught and educated in the ways of the kingdom of God. Jesus often gave examples and illustrations from the natural realm in order to convey principles that relate to how the kingdom of God works. The parable of the sower is a perfect example of that. And parable after parable, Jesus introduces us to his kingdom and invites us to adopt an entirely new culture, new values by which we are called to live by. 
The problem we find, though, and the difficulties we experience in operating in the kingdom of God or in the ways of God has to do with the state of our wineskin. Unless our wineskins are renewed and well-oiled, they become rigid and impossible to accept or adapt the ways of the kingdom which God desires to introduce us to. Well, here is a question. What are wineskins? What is Jesus talking about? And for a long time I heard that phrase, but I couldn't understand what Scripture refers to as a wineskin. Then I found out. Wineskins, I believe, refer to our old paradigms or mindsets. The old wineskin is the mindset of the flesh or the unrenewed mind, or you can even call it the carnal mind. Scripture says that the mind of the flesh or the carnal mind does not receive and does not accept the things of the Spirit of God or the ways of God because it's considered them to be foolishness. The way we think becomes the greatest obstacle in receiving the new wine or the ways of God, the ways of the kingdom, because God's thoughts and God's ways are far superior than our ways, and they cannot fit into an old mindset or an unrenewed mind. That is why Jesus said that we cannot put new wine into old wineskins. We will never be able to embrace the ways of the kingdom of God while maintaining an old mindset. Our mind and our will must be renewed constantly as we walk with God in order for us to be able to walk with God on higher levels. Because God wants to introduce us, I believe, and elevate us to higher dimensions of thinking and doing which is completely foreign to the carnal mind. God has ways and means that we have hardly touched the surface. A perfect example that we've experienced recently is when COVID hit. Many churches struggled to survive and maintain their flow because many associate church with a building. And if it's not in the building, it's not church. Well, we found no problem at all. We have not been touched or affected in any way, spiritually or financially. Because within our spiritual family, we continued as though nothing happened. It didn't touch us. We were prepared. We were ready for this challenge because we adopted to new ways of reaching and ministering to our family long before COVID hit. So when it 
when we were hit with the with the virus, we just switched to this new way of communicating. Well, I am convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt that if we closely walk with God in maintaining a new wineskin, we will always, always be steps ahead of what the devil is planning to do. Far advance. I believe that we will ride the challenges of life in an effortless manner because we are walking on a higher dimension than the world. And we will flow, as the message says, in the unforced rhythms of God's grace. And that's God's best for us. We need to become open-minded, renewed in our minds constantly, receptive, flexible, to new ways as we receive fresh revelation and fresh understanding of how the kingdom of God works. For example, if I want to send a letter to a friend today, I don't sit down to write on a piece of paper, put it in an envelope, go down to the post office and do it the old way and mail it to them. And I'm sure you don't do the same. Why? because we've mastered the internet, which is faster and more efficient. Believe it or not, some people would like to do it the old way. You can if you want to. But there is a higher way. There's a better way. There's a more efficient way that we can do it. In the early days, I remember 1980s, 90s, where I used to send a letter to a friend. It would take three weeks to go there, and I'll wait for three weeks to receive an answer. Today, with the touch of a button, you send back and forth messages so fast. What God is saying to us, please listen to me, I believe is that just like we have mastered technology and we use it every day, we also need to master the ways and the thoughts of God's kingdom and operate by those ways because they are higher than the world's ways. Someone asked a man of God once what he considered to be a truly spiritual person or a mature person in the Lord. And his answer was as follows. He said that a spiritually mature person is someone who has his mind in total agreement with his spirit, with his recreated human spirit. Both spirit and mind are in agreement. That's wonderful. Because when God speaks to you in the spirit and your mind is not renewed or in harmony with your spirit, your mind is going to fight you and rebel and take you out of what God wants you to do. For example, if we have a financial problem, let's not go the way of the world, but rather choose to go the way of the kingdom in order to deal with your financial situation. We must learn God's ways in dealing with every kind of challenge that we face. 
if you're in debt, go to God first before you go to the financial institution. Talk to him. Ask him to show you why you are in debt and how to get out of it. If God called you to do something and you don't have the financial resources, but you do know that God has called you to do a certain thing, ask him to show you how to get them because he has ways and means far beyond our ways. I remember years ago, and I shared this testimony with you many times, but it bears repetition. When God instructed me to build a facility for our church, we didn't have the finances to carry it out. It was impossible in the natural, because the, we were a handful of Greek people, and we didn't have the funds that were required. But when I talked to God about it and prayed, he showed me how the kingdom of God operates in those conditions. And he reminded me of the principle of seed time and harvest. So, in obedience to the Spirit of God, we sowed our seed in faith. We trusted God to honor his word. He did. And we were able to complete the task without borrowing from any worldly institution. In my own personal life, for example, I have learned to live and to walk by these principles where finances are concerned. And my testimony is that both my wife and I today, we do not live by our salaries, but by the principles of sowing and reaping. I live by the harvests that we receive, not by our salary. And everything we do in our own personal lives, whether it's something to do with the house or whatever, it's done that way. And it's been done that way for many years now. You see, through the years, and that's what I'm encouraging you to do, to find the ways of God to study them, to meditate on them, until they become part of you. You can't just try something like this. We don't try things. In the kingdom of God, we walk by faith. We do these things. And so, through the years, I have developed my faith in these areas. And that's what I want to encourage you as a leader in your own sphere of authority to develop your faith in all of these areas. And I have seen God again and again do wonderful things where finances are concerned. Because God has a better way than the financial systems of the world. If you have a marriage problem, don't go to worldly people who have been divorced two times, three times, telling you how to fix your marriage. Rather, go to God. Talk to him. Ask him to give you wisdom in how to deal with the problem and fix what is out of order in your marriage. And God will show you. I recall the days when my marriage was experiencing severe pressure and he was in danger of a breakup. I was then a young believer, lacked the wisdom and the understanding in these matters. 
And of course, the old way, the world's way, was to pack up my bags and run. And that's what I used to do. But when I chose to go to God, asking him for wisdom and understanding, he showed me the cross. And he told me to embrace the cross, to live by its principles, and to die to self. And in the process of time, I did. And my marriage was restored. Again and again, whenever I went to God for wisdom about anything and understanding, he's never disappointed me, folks. And he will never disappoint you. He would show me his ways through his word as I poured out my heart to him in prayer. I recall the days of severe pressure years back to leave Zimbabwe because of the unrest and the political landscape at the time. I remember how fear and uncertainty was all around us, pushing us towards a decision that would have cost my family great loss in every way. The worldly council was to pack up and leave. That's, that's why the Word of God says in Psalm 1, Blessed is he who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. I chose to go to God. I chose to seek his wisdom. And in doing so, he rewarded me with knowledge and understanding of his will. By his word, I recall he guided me to do exactly the opposite of what my natural thinking was telling me to do. And that one single decision to go the way of the Lord has brought so much fruit and prosperity down the years. Staying in Zimbabwe for an additional 12 years and sowing in that land, both spiritually and financially, brought my family as well as our ministry such a wonderful harvest. I have learned this. You want to write this down. Decisions decide wealth. But decisions also decide sorrow and poverty. It's important. You, the decisions you make in life, if they are in line with the will of God for you in the season that you are in, you will reach a place of wealth, both spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, and socially. Through the years, I have studied human behavior, and I have proven this principle. It's recorded in Proverbs 14 and verse 12. The word says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. The Passion Translation says, you can rationalize it all you want and justify the path of error you have chosen, but you will find out in the end that you took the road to destruction. Listen to me. Leaders in God's kingdom, we must learn the ways of God 
and walk in them. The ways of the kingdom and walk in them. Reject the old wineskin. Dig deep into the word of God so that you may obtain the revelation you need, the understanding of his ways and his thoughts. And as you do from day to day, you will become the leader God called you to be. And by your life and example of faith, you will bless many, many other people. We must refuse to compromise our godly values, no matter how much pressure we are placed under. We must continue in the things we have been taught and hold fast to them. That's what God wants us to do. And in doing so, we will save ourselves and many others as well. So, in closing what I wanted to share with you tonight, I want to share another principle from the Word of God, a principle by which I have lived throughout the years that I have walked with God, and a principle that has blessed me tremendously. It's found in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Here is the principle. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. The Passion Translation says, Trust in the Lord completely. Do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you, and he will lead you in every decision you make. Very important to acknowledge God, to consult with Him in every matter, whether it's little or great thing. God wants to communicate with you, fellowship with you, and guide you in the way that He has prepared for you and I. That way we will get to enjoy all of the blessings and the benefits of the new covenant. And in doing so, Psalm 91 comes into force because it is he who abides under the shadow of the Almighty that the Lord becomes his refuge, his divine protection. So I want to encourage you tonight. Dig deep into the Word. Find the, way, the ways of God, the things that you might be struggling with, the things that you envision and you want to do, yet you don't have the resources or the, or the ability or the strength to bring them to pass. Stay before God until He tells you and He shows you and He opens up your mind. He opens up the horizons of your thinking and you're able to see things you have not seen before. And as you walk in them, you will find that God is more than enough for whatever you are required to do and whatever your need is. But you see, the, the, the old mindset becomes our, 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 greatest, our greatest enemy. Your mind will fight you 
all the way. Every time you want to take a step of faith and do it God's way, your mind will start rebelling unless it is renewed. Unless it is well oiled with the anointing of the Spirit of God. Are you listening to me? There are ways that God wants to introduce us to in every season of our lives. Every season, God has new ways, new thoughts, new possibilities, new opportunities. And he wants to introduce those ways, the ways of the kingdom, because they always work. And they are on a higher, higher level than the natural realm or the physical realm or the world's way. Amen. All right. So let's pray and close our session tonight. Father, we thank you so much that you have ways and means in the realm of the kingdom that we still, Father, have not discovered. Your ways are far higher and your thoughts far above than our thoughts. But thank you that you do not desire to hide them from us. You send your word. And your word has become the bridge between the natural and the spiritual realm. And in your word, there are treasures. There are the ways of the kingdom that are hidden. I pray that you will open our eyes and open our ears, that we may be able to hear and receive the wine of the kingdom, the new wine that you have reserved for such a time as this. And Father, the days in which we are living in are challenging, difficult days, hard to bear, the Bible says. And yet in these difficult and hard to bear days, you have made a way, a highway for your people that is far above the world's way. May you reveal these ways to your people, Father, and may we embrace them with all of our heart, trust you with all of our heart, acknowledge you in all of our ways, and you will direct our paths. We thank you for tonight. We thank you for every family that is represented here on the screen. And I pray your blessing of wisdom, of revelation knowledge, and spiritual understanding upon them. In Jesus' precious and wonderful name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For additional resources or more information about this ministry, come and visit us at alphaomegaint.org.za.